Hope everyone's safe and well. This is the MDM podcast from three separate locations. Today, I have Judah Aloof and Trevor Markowski, like I promised to get them back after the first round. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great. All right, good. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the draft yesterday. It came out that it was the highest watched draft ever, and uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. There was a, it was pretty uneventful up until uh, let's say eleven or twelve when it started getting interesting. There were no trades in the top six or seven like we wanted to see or we thought we'd see, but um, player good players were taken. Teams got their forever quarterback or whatever they took and that's what we'll do here we'll take a look at what teams did and then uh, if there's anything good going into the second round who are some of the best players and what picks to look out for but um yeah let's get started and i guess we'll start with laramie tonsil who uh judy you want to you want to you want to talk about it go ahead look yeah he just got his three years six million dollar contract just a couple minutes ago very recent yeah it was it was about an hour ago we just got uh just got news um i think uh i think it's like 55 million guaranteed uh, record-breaking deal for an O-lineman, obviously. Uh, at 25 years old, it's really, really hard to find an elite tackle with so much talent. And while I kind of understand what Bill O'Brien was doing there, like, it's hard to justify how much he's getting paid because while he is a top o- O-lineman, like, paying him that much money is kind of questionable. But then again, if you think about it, if he had gone into free agency or if, or, you know, because he wanted that money and any, and any teams would pay him that money to get him on their team. It's hard to find a tackle like that in the NFL. And I think it goes to show you why the Texans gave up two first round picks to get him and Kenny Stills, because he is one of the elite left tackles in the game. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, you know, with, with that pick, I mean, they could draft a tackle, like a rookie tackle, but when they can get a, uh, you know, a highly touted player like Laramie Tunsil on their, on their team, then, you know, you got to go for it. Trevor, any thoughts? I think the reason why Bill O'Brien didn't number one is because he had to cover himself because he had a bad trade with Hopkins. Mm-hmm. And he had to cover himself because he traded with the two first-round picks. I think kind of forced to kind of do this just to not rile up anything more in Houston. I think he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's got to, he's got to get some kind of results down in, te- in, in uh, Houston. I mean, listen, we'll see what he's going for. I mean, it's uh, it's. I mean, it's really, really, it looks really bad on the surface, but once we actually get into the NFL season, whenever that may be, um, we'll see what he's got in mind. You make a good point that it looks bad on the surface, and just for about, uh, at least for the Giants, I'm looking at who they who they took. Andrew Thomas wasn't the sexy pick. I thought it would be Wills or Werfs, like me and you talked about before we went on the air, but... Until you see these guys play, you don't know how well they're going to do, like I did with Daniel Jones last year. It just takes some time to see if you made the right pick. So um, let's start with the Giants. Uh, Andrew Thomas, I thought it was the right pick to go with the tackle. Me and Trevor talked about it. We, I think we both agreed that the tackle was the way to go. Uh, we, we differed on who to take, and uh, none, of us wanted, uh, none of us chose Andrew Thomas, I think. So um, how, we'll start with Trevor. How surprised were you that they went with Andrew Thomas? I was a little surprised. I, I, I said to you uh, earlier in the week, Worse, Thomas, or Wills, I would be fine with any of those three. Mm-hmm. They took one of those three, but I think Thomas is a solid a solid player. I had really no complaints that they took him. Judah had some problems, so Judah, please yeah. go ahead and air out your so, complaints. My, my <laughs> whole issue with it is that, listen, Thomas, a great O-tackle, right? He's a great O-lineman in general. He's pretty versatile. Um, he can play left or right, but... The issue I have is just, firstly, if they had traded, if they had traded down a little bit, just a little bit, they could have picked him at a later spot and still got a little more value. Okay, now hold on. Before you go on, I, I had to talk with someone else about this. Okay, who are you moving down with? Because no, we heard no one wanted to trade up and get a quarterback. Because at th- at four, you're still ahead of the Dolphins and Chargers, so you're getting Tua or Herbert, the one of your choice. Who are you? Who who's moving up to four if they don't want a quarterback? Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be a quarterback, keep in mind. I mean, whenever Simmons was still on the board, I'm sure plenty of teams would have been okay with that. But well, Sim- if- Simmons fell to eight, so clearly the the Panthers skipped on him. So clearly he would have – let's even say the Jaguars moved down. They could have swapped with, uh, with the Giants or Cardinals to get Simmons because, he well, again, he fell down to eighth. Well, thinking about it like this, I mean, now that we see uh- – Maybe maybe none none of the teams would want to, but I would have expected the uh, um I would have expected the Panthers to want Simmons. I mean, now that Keekley's gone, you think they want a little bit more uh, a little bit more support on the defense? But I guess they didn't. Like, I mean, they still got a D, they still got a D tackle, but like you know, I would have expected them to want Simmons, one of the most easily the, the most versatile player in the draft. Honestly, Trevor, I just would have expected. And any any response to that? Uh, well, man, we talked. About, I had Simmons dropping the 
to like 15 or 16. So that's right. So you I did. did have Simmons dropping far, not as far as they had, but I did have Simmons dropping a little farther than most people had. Well, I did want to continue continue complaining on Thomas. Go, go, yeah, let's get back to Thomas. Go ahead. Just because, listen, he I'm, I'm sure he's going to be a great O-lineman in the NFL, you know, maybe top top 15, <laughs> top 10. But I feel like he doesn't fit into the Giants' scheme as well as some – like, like for example, Wirfs. Wirfs was ran a 4-8 on the 40. I mean, he, he's very versatile, plays any pretty much any position on the O-line. I mean, he really is an all-around – Great, uh, just O lineman in general, and I feel like he would have fit into the giant scheme way more. Because but at, at the at the at the end of the day, they got their tackle. He's not going to play left tackle right away. They're going to wait for Solder to leave. He'll play on the right side at first. But when Solder leaves next year, he's playing left tackle. He's your starting left tackle, and well, I, okay. they they did well, their job. Be, they got their tackle. I'm not I'm not upset with it. Well, let me be clear. I'm not I'm not angry at all. I still think it was an okay pick. You know, I'm still I'm still happy that we at least got good. Like, good, not great. not great. But the, just the point. But I'm just mad that we didn't get Simmons because I was trying to. Com- I'm trying to complain about Thomas here because I think that one thing that I saw with the Giants last year is that Saquon was really uh, being like being troubled on the outside because he is an outside runner. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't just you want to say he's he's a lot more shifty on the outside. He's very fast, accelerates. He's very good on the outside, and we really didn't have any protection out there. So it's good that we got a tackle, but worse fits in way better. He's much more fast. He is a great. He is a great run blocker. He's a good pass protector, and I feel like if you're going to commit to the Giants' offense, which is obviously Jones and Saquon and Shepard, I feel like you should have gone with worse in this situation. But again, we'll see how it all plays out. Hold on, sure. Before you go, if I can go back to Simmons real quick, this is why I was again. I I would love to have a guy like Simmons on my team. I just think I I didn't think he fit with them. Okay, they have a really young defense. They 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 patched up some holes on cornerback. Uh, Dexter Lawrence and 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 Leonard Williams they'll hold up as uh as your DNs, and I just I mean you, if you took them you'll find room for them, but I just I can't see a spot I can't see where they slot him in here. And and you're right he plays everywhere. Uh, Trevor, you want to respond to anything? Yeah, he does. He does play everywhere. I mean that that's tough in the NFL. We play like three or four different positions because the NFL is kind of set on one. Or to two positions, so three or four is very, very tough, mm-hmm. in my opinion. All right, um, we did a lot well, of the giant. Oh, good, well, sorry, good. I kind of sorry. I, I yeah? just I wanted to mention that we could use some help on the defense. I mean, you know, our, our line did pretty pretty well this year. I mean, Golden had a great year. I mean, you know, now we have Peppers. We have we have Haley on the on the you know as a, as, a, as a quarterback. But I just wanted to mention that our, our linebackers aren't too strong, and Simmons would have been a great. He would have been a great run stuffer. He would have been an amazing pass protector. I feel like we really could have used that help over the middle. When now all we have is Connelly who can really be a good run stuffer, and we have to hope that Ogletree can continue getting interceptions over the middle. But I feel like Simmons could have done both of those things as one player. And oh, like over the middle, I mean, you have Lorenzo Carter and Blake Martinez, who I'm bi- I'm, I'm fans of. I agree on the left, maybe David Mayo, not not the best. You could have did a little better on uh, on the line in the middle linebacker position. But it, like I said, at the end of the day, you have these guys that are that are young from last year that you drafted that need two or three years to fully develop. And I think that's what they that's what they're doing here. And the tackle is the right choice. Well, I I I, I do think listen. Lorenzo Carter is a he's a, he's a good player. He's a he's a, he's a pass rusher. I just I, I just personally believe that we could have had a lot more versatility with the defensive play calls. Got Isaiah Simmons. Trevor, anything else on the Giants? Uh, I would say this: if you want a linebacker, there's a lot of linebackers you can take tonight. The second round pick, there's a lot of them there. That I think you can take to a good quality player. So just because you can get Simmons in the first, there's a lot of good players they can take tonight and the giants have the 36 pick which is the fourth again in in the second round uh, and they don't have that third round pick of course the letter williams trade which looks awful uh, in retrospect um but yeah so the giants offensive tackle at the fourth position out of georgia um okay so we'll, we'll let's go from the top down joe joe burrow i don't think anyone was surprised with chase young and jeff akuda what do you guys think of those top three picks start with judah well okay I would have been absolutely ecstatic if we had gotten Akuda, but it was unrealistic. Um, but, He's a perfect know, think, fit in Detroit. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think it was pretty obvious that they were going to get Akuda. I mean, they needed to replace Slay. But there's only one issue with the Lions team now, and that's 
now that you replace Slay with Okuda, he's a great player, right? But the problem is that now they're just the same team that they were last year, and that's not a very good team. I mean, now instead of so now everything else is the same, but now instead of Slay, you have Okuda. So, are, do you really just want a repeat of the Lions team? I don't really think so. I mean, it's a good pick, but now they really have to start, uh, you know, filling in holes at other positions and really hit on a few picks. You know what I mean? Well, you're looking at the Lions. They have a 35th pick in the second round, which is tonight. Like like you said before, there's a couple of linemen still on the board. Marlon Davidson, Auburn's, Auburn's still here. Ross Blacklock out of TCU. So there's a couple of still defensive linemen, which I think is their next big need besides an edge rusher, is to solidify the defense for Matt Patricia. Um, Trevor, go ahead. Uh, the one thing I would say about the Lions is tonight, their second-round pick, I disagree, has to be a running back tonight. A running back? Okay, which one are you eyeing down? I'm eyeing uh, uh, a kid from Wisconsin. That uh, Jonathan Taylor, yep. Maybe Swift. Okay. Because uh, there's, only, there's only one running back that was taken. That was the last pick in the round. Yeah, no, Swift, no, Swift is a good option. There's a lot of running backs there you could take. So, I'm so, you, you, so bo- both you aren't that high on Carryon Johnson? Uh, not really, honestly. Okay, so but you don't, you I I think I disagree with you there. I think that you have to fill the, fill the needs of defense before you go back and hit the rewind button on on with the running back. I mean, I, I just I, I don't I see Swift coming in with the with the Lions O line. I feel like they can make a lot of. I mean, the Lions O line is 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 to put it lightly, not good. And I mean, to be fair, I feel like Swift would fit in a lot better than Carry. I mean, Carry On's not very fast. He's not. He's a good running back, but he's not he's not particularly amazing in any specific specific category. But Swift is kind of what exactly what you need in that offense, honestly. He could be what carries them throughout the season. Anything else in the Lions, Trevor? Uh the only thing I would say is too that if they get Swift that would help because the Lions receiver core is not terrible. It's actually pretty decent. And Swift good. Swift I mean, is yeah. a, is a receiver too. That's what's so that's what's good about some of these running backs, not all of them. Most of them have adapted to the receiver position. I mean, listen, the the Lions receiving core is, is very good. They, you know, Jones and Galladay, great great players overall. And and, and it's really useful for Stafford, um, or whoever they're going to put a QB at this point. Um, it's really useful for them to have, for him to have multiple options to throw to. So now you just got to hope behind that O-line that he has enough time, uh, and now that he can actually uh, you know, start making passes a lot better than last year. Okay, Burrow and Chase Young went off the board one and two. I don't think that was a big surprise at all. We talked a bunch about how the Bengals needed a quarterback desperately and how Chase Young would fit in perfectly with Washington. Uh, the Dolphins had a big night. Now, let's talk about all the Dolphins' picks. So, at five, they took Tua. At 18, they took the tackle, Austin Jackson. And then down at 20, uh, 30, they moved down with Green Bay. They took uh, Noah – excuse me, I forget this guy's name wrong. Ig – I, I don't not, I'm not going to try and say it. He's a cornerback out of uh, Auburn. So, um, Trevor, we'll start with you. How did you grade this, uh, the Dolphins' night? I graded it really well, and the thing is, too, is they got an extra pick, too, out of the trade. Yes, let's not forget that. They took the, let's see, I have it, the 136 pick out of, out of the fourth round from Green Bay for moving down. So I actually think that's the best move of the night for the Dolphins was that trade out of all their picks. I think that was the best move. Uh. Tua taking the quarterback, I think he's the best quarterback in the draft. Yeah, I know you were very high on Tua, even with even with all the injuries. I think he's the best quarterback in the draft. I like um, Austin Jackson. I like him. They get some line. Um, the quarterback pick, I'm not so high about. I would have thought a running back would have been there, but the, the kid looks really good too. So I can't again the position questions, but the player himself is very good. So I think the Dolphins by the grade A minus uh, for tonight. Uh, what about you, Judah? What do you think of how the Dolphins did tonight? Uh, last night. I mean, I mean, I don't really have anything to complain about. I think they found their future guy. I think they kind of, you know, kind of, kind of filled in a few holes on the team. I mean, they, they have a really bright future going forward. That's all I really got to say about them. So when they open open in the show, I think I talked about um how they needed the safety to replace Minka Fitzpatrick. And one guy I was eyeing down last night who I was surprised wasn't taken was um, Xavier McKinney, who I think they should take tonight if he's still there at uh, 39. I think he fits in perfectly here. But uh, as for the Dolphins, uh, I think they did really well. Austin Jackson, I heard he's a year younger than most guys. He needs a little more time to develop, and that's perfect because I don't think Tua's playing next year. I have a feeling they're going to re-sign Fitzpatrick and make sure Tua is 100% healthy going into 2021. I mean, 
can I just say, we've seen, listen, Tua has outstanding arm talent. I mean, that's no surprise. And we've seen things like this happen before. I mean, listen, Fitzpatrick, you know, he came out of Harvard. He's an extremely smart QB. And we've seen things like this really come come to fruition and really be successful before. I mean, let's look at Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he sat behind Alex Smith for a year. And Mahomes had, again, outstanding arm talent. If you sit behind him for a year and you really learn and take in, as well as, you know, for two into a situation, try to completely heal. Um, you know, if you sit back and you kind of just take everything in, um, it's pretty clear that, you know, it's a pretty good pick. And I think that it, is, it would be a beneficial thing for them to let Tua sit for a year. Trevor, do you think Tua sits next year? No, he plays. You think he – okay. And uh, Josh Rosen stays behind him? Yeah, I, I would think Josh Rosen would stay behind him because you can't, you can't say the number five pick we're going to waste a year with the player. I mean, yeah, but if there, if there's still questions on his health, I'm all for at least sitting them for a couple of games just to see if they if they go anywhere with the, some of the guys they've taken. Like Jones, for example. I mean, yeah. if Jones isn't necessarily unhealthy, well, but well, well, if the team's going in a terrible direction, which Fitzpatrick is a very, very unpredictable and unsteady QB, I could see them putting him in, but other than that, I feel like it would be most beneficial to just keep him out for the first year and let him soak in the NFL. Go ahead, Trevor. The thing I was going to say is we could see how he does in the preseason. Whatever that starts, we don't know. That's true. Um, the other thing that doesn't help to it is that there's really no off-season program. It's virtual, but that's not the same yeah. as it is. So the, the health issues are still going to be questionable even – Coming into June and July, in my opinion. Yeah, well, that that's why I'm I'm all for at least I'm not starting them week one. I think you got to go with someone else week one. And similar to what the Giants did, start Eli Manning or in the Dolphins' case, either it's Josh Rosen or if they resign Ryan Fitzpatrick, start him for three or four games. If you're not going anywhere, then if he's healthy, throw him in and do it exactly what the Giants did. I think that's the way to go here. I mean, I just want to note out that the, the Dolphins are a pretty underrated offense. I mean. With Devontae Parker's breakout year last year, and, I mean, Flores is a great head coach. People don't give him enough credit. He really, really gave outstanding progress to the Dolphins. More than the troops. Yep, good job by him. And, and I, think, I think they're really underrated offense. And I think if Tua, you know, during, during practice, during training, during film, if you can really get a good, a good feeling of the Dolphins' offense and their coaching and their schemes and everything, I feel like he could really fit in well if they just let him sit out just one year. And let them really soak in the Dolphins' culture. You know what I mean? Dolphins down at thirty-nine tonight. I think they go with another safety. Uh, anything else on the Miami Dolphins and how they did in the first round? I give them a good grade. That's all. I think they did a good job. All right, let's head over to the Chargers, who also took a quarterback, Justin Herbert. The most people was the safer pick, but I think he had more in Tua. Uh, out of Oregon, what do we think on Justin Herbert? Let's start with Trevor. Well, I think it was a good pick. I mean, the Tyrod Taylor, I think that's a little ridiculous to find him uh, a chance. People are saying that. I think Justin Herbert was a good pick. Is he as good as Tua? No. I don't know about that, but I would say he's healthier. There's no question about it. I think he's a little bit maybe more consistent than Tua. That's the only thing I would say. And, and, and with, with Herbert going into this year, he's got a lot of weapons to work with. Austin Eckler, Keenan Atkin. He's got a yeah. lot of guys to, to he's gonna, he's gonna play. He's going to play hard with these and, guys. And he's got a good defense on the other side, which could which could help him. Yeah. Not to get that. So the Chargers, Chargers could be a you know legit playoff team this year. Well, I just wanted to note something. Herbert was a really safe pick, and if I'm being honest, I'm actually very impressed with the Chargers. I mean, you know they they're done with fillers. If uh, fill uh. Philip Rivers, you know, they're done with him. But now I feel like it was actually a really good idea. It was a safe pick to go with Herbert. I mean, now he can lead the team. And he has some outstanding tools on offense, as you mentioned. And now that he gets to throw to, you know, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, uh, Austin Eckler, you know, he really, uh, even Gordon. I mean, he has some he has some great tools on offense. And then, like you said, on defense, it's overall a really good supporting cast. And I feel like I'm, I'm really impressed with the Chargers. And don't uh, forget, so they also traded up out of the second round to 23 and got Kenneth Murray, new linebacker for them. So he's got a lot of pieces around him. He's going to do pretty well, this guy. I'm, he's- I'm, actually, I'm really impressed with the Chargers this season. Like, very impressed. Anything else with them? Let's go down to the Carolina Panthers, who I didn't think it was such a surprise. They took the defensive tackle, Derrick Brown. Uh, what did you guys think of Derrick Brown? We're not going to spend too much time, but what did you guys think about him? Uh, Judy, go, go ahead. I don't care who goes. I, I would say that he, he was probably the best interior defensive lineman in the draft. 
probably second best defense line after Chase Young. But I think, think the Panthers did what they needed. They, they, they needed help on the interior defense line, and they chose the best player that they needed help at the position. So. Yep, nothing else to it. It's pretty good. Shoot it. Uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't anything too special and nothing too uh, hype, but as a Carolina fan, you should be uh, pretty happy about this pick. All right, Arizona Cardinals took the uh, arguably the second best player, not according to Trevor Isaiah Simmons. Uh, I'm su- I'm not surprised that he fell this far. I think in any other draft, he would have been taken a little higher, though. We'll start with you. Uh, it was it was really it was really a fifty fifty based on what happened. I mean, it really came down to Gettleman's mindset. Um, it, whatever he wanted to do, that was kind of how it really dictated Simmons. I mean, it was either the Giants pick him and he goes third, uh, fourth, or the Giants don't pick him and he falls a lot later. Honestly, I'm, I'm surprised that he didn't even fall farther after the Giants didn't pick him. But, the Card- again, Cardinals fans should be pretty happy with that this acquisition. I mean, now, you know, the thing about Isaiah Simmons is that now not only did they fill in their linebacker needs, but they actually filled in multiple holes with this pick. They got, they got their edge rusher. They got, a, they got a cornerback if they need it. Yeah, and you know what? It's it's great because now since the Cardinals such an has such an offensive coach, um, you know, I think I think really that now they have Isaiah Simmons, it really gives them so much comfort and versatility on defense that'll really help Kyler Murray really stick and, in that. And, and Tre- Trevor can speak to it too because we talked about it earlier in the week. Cardinals run defense was god awful last year, so they stuck a guy in the middle to play linebacker, and now I think they'll have a little easier time controlling the run game. I mean, with Chandler Jones, I think they're going to pair up pretty well, honestly. Uh, Trevor, and thoughts course, on Isaiah Simmons? I, I, I like the pick for the Cardinals. I think it really helps them on the, on the defensive side. The one thing I would say tonight for Arizona is I think offensive linemen has to be taken tonight somewhere. I was very surprised they didn't go with an offensive lineman. Even be, even no, even with uh, Jedrick Wills and Tristan Wirfs still on the board at eight, but I think Clemson, uh, Clemson I think Simmons was the better player in the draft. Um... Jaguars, one of two picks. We'll talk about both, I guess. They go with C.J. Henderson with the ninth pick. And then down at 20, they go with uh, Kalevon uh, Chason, uh, the defensive tackle. So they got defense both times here, uh, looking to re- uh, replace Jalen Ramsey. Uh, I think they did a good job. What do you guys think? We'll start with Trevor. Uh, I think Henderson was a little bit of a reach. Mm-hmm. Not saying I, him. I, think I had that down, yep. But... Um... I think his tagging needs a little bit more improvement, but I think generally overall he was good. Uh, Chase on, I like that uh, edge pick from LSU. I think that was really, I like the second pick better than the first pick just because of what the position was. It was a it was a big stretch. I had him down at thirteen on the Athletics top hundred, but um I think it was a little bit of a stretch. Uh, but they yeah. got the two defensive guys they liked, and that's all that matters. I had him going seventeen. We talked about we had I, we had him going seventeen Dallas. I yeah. And cause, well, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what they they needed some type of inside defensive lineman and a cornerback. Judah, any thoughts on this? Well, okay, Jaguars O line is pretty good, so I mean, it's no surprise that they went defense. They go defense pretty much every year. I mean, the last big offensive player that they drafted, I think, was Blake Bortles or Fournette. Fournette, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I think they I think they have a decent offense, and I'm not surprised they went defense. I mean. I don't exactly know why they got rid of Boye so quickly, but you know now that they, now they have they kind of have to try to replace Ramsey uh, and you know maybe even Ngakwe now. Um, so I'm not really surprised that they went to defense this draft, but I don't think it was a bad pick. So I think, I think we I think we all agree they had a good night. That we we agree that they stretched for Henderson at nine. Uh, anything else on the Jaguars? All right, over to the Browns, who surprised me. I thought they'd take Beckton, but they go with Jedrick Wills here at number 10. Uh, he's arguably the best lineman in the draft, and you're getting him down to 10. I think that's a steal down at number 10. Uh, that's what they needed. They need someone to help Baker. But um, overall, what do you guys think of uh, Jedrick Wills at 10? Well, <laughs> I mean, you can't, listen, you can't go wrong with either O-1 here. I mean, they're both, they're both outstanding. Right? Wills and Worfs, you're referring players. to. Uh, Wills... Uh, Beckton, you know, you can't really go wrong with any of them. And in the Browns' case, um, now they have a, a really, really strong running game, and Wills is definitely going to fit in well within there. And then um, let's not forget that Baker is obviously, hopefully, going to have a bounce back year. And uh, helping to improve that tackle position is really a, a good pick for the Browns, and getting Wills at this, as, as a 10th pick is really a steal, in my opinion. Trevor, what do you think of the Wills? I, I like I like the pick. I, I think I liked him over uh, over uh, Becton. So I I, I really uh, like the pick. The Did you think one, he was the best tackle? 
very close. Him, Thomas, or, or Works. Okay, right sorry, there. continue. Uh, I do have one non-football thing. Remember how we've been talking about um, NBA, they're going to cancel the league? and Yeah. Avoid it. Well, I know in Holland and Belgium, they're going to cancel their season, the rest of their season, and Holland's going to go with no champion. Belgium's going to award the champion who's in first place for soccer. So that should just be interesting to see. If What's that, in, that. In, in basketball? No, in soccer, in soccer. Oh, okay. All right. So it's going to be interesting to see what, who models for that, but that's that's already starting with cancellation. We haven't seen that before, but now that's finally. Got it. So what so do we think? some kind of newsworthy right there. So what do you think of Becton? Becton? I think he's good. It's just that that flag test, and I just don't know about his, just don't know about his character. I just don't know. Yeah, you, 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 we, yeah, we did talk about how we failed that drug test. Um, I, I guess it. Pl- I, wait, did I say Beckton or I say Wills? I'm sorry. You said Beckton. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant Wills. Sorry, I lost. I lost where I was going there. Um, no, sorry. I meant Wills, Trevor. Sorry. Um, I like Wills. I mean, he went up against Devin Brown. He wasn't too bad. He was pretty good. So I think Wills is maybe the best, but against really close. Yeah, well, I mean, that was all they they needed a tackle, and they got a tackle. Um, anything else from the Browns? Uh, nothing much, but I do want to make a few comments on the Jets. Well, oh, yeah, let's, let's, let's go right into the Jets. And Trevor gave his opinion on Bechdi and Beckton because of the drug test, but I guess we'll start with Judah. Um, it was wide receiver or tackle here. Did you think they made a good choice? Uh, I, I, th- I think it's fine. I think it was a decent choice. I, I think I think they got a good value for Beckton here. I mean, it was about what you would expect, where, where you would expect him to go. But if I, had, going, I had him down to 10. I think Trevor did, too. Yeah. yeah, so you pretty, they pretty much got him right around where most people expected, right? You know, one pick under, one pick over. But um, I think it was a good pick for the Jets because Sam Darnold, he played – listen, I'm, I'm a Giants fan, and I don't really like admitting it, but Sam Darnold played very well last season. He, he played very well under pressure. When when, um, he, when he didn't have mono and seeing ghosts. Yeah, well, if you looked at the stats, I think he had the most passing touchdowns under pressure last year. It, it, was, it was a really solid, really solid season for him. If you give him a little bit more protection, it can really let that arm talent. And his overall, I mean, he's a very athletic guy. He can actually scramble. He has, he has decent pocket awareness. The one thing I want him to do is start stepping into the blitz instead of going away from it. But other than that, he has he's he's, pretty, he's a pretty good quarterback. And I think if you just give him a little bit of uh, a little bit of a chance on on, on the offensive side, which Beckton will give him that chance, I think um, he'll really shine. So I think it was honestly a good pick by the Jets and. Maybe, maybe in the second round they can go with another wide receiver because they do need the help there as well. I went back and forth with this because I think offensive tackle is very underappreciated. You need someone to protect your quarterback. But I mean, on the contrary, C.D. Lamb and every other wide receiver was still there. You were getting either the fourth best tackle or third best tackle, whoever you're talking to, or the best wide receiver of your choice. So it was it was going back and forth there. At the end of the day, I, I guess they made a good pick, but um, you, you left a lot of good receivers on the on the on the board. Well, I, I just want to I just want to note that we already see well, we already see how the NFL is transitioning, and this this draft wasn't the wasn't the deepest offensive line draft, but it was very very high talented on the surface. And you know we're only in the first round, but I just want to mention that we see this happening with Larry Mitchell already. He just got a record breaking contract, and these players could be outstanding pieces in the, for the future of, this, of these organizations. And I think, honestly, you can't really go wrong with the tackle of, uh, of, these, uh, you know, of these dimensions and overall value for these players. I don't think you can go wrong with picking them. With tackles, you still have Josh Jones out of Houston and uh, Ezra Cleveland out of Boise State, uh, at least in my top 30. Uh, Trevor, what do we think on the on the Jets? Where you have went with a wide receiver, or do you like to pick in Beckton? I would say Beckton's the second worst pick in the draft the whole night. Oh, wow. wow. Who's the first? I, I, I didn't like the pick. In certain teams, you want a down the block. Someone who can run very fast, very athletic. And that's why I like words so much. But with someone like with someone like Kai Beckton, you're not really going to get that out of him. But, but it, it works in with the system because, because he's a great blocker, but he's not very athletic or not very fast. But well, he's athletic, but he's not very fast. He's very agile. But the point is that uh, Le'Veon is a very patient runner, and, and, and Beckton is a very good blocker. So I think Le'Veon is going to go uh, fit in very well with Beckton in this offense. That's all i got to say. So we did a lot on the Jets. You guys have anything else you want to – anything else on the Jets? No. All right. Um, so the next two picks kind of tie into the Jets. The Raiders took Henry Ruggs, very surprising. I thought he was the third 
ranked out of the top three with C.D. Lamb and Jerry Judah going in that order. And then um, the Bucks took Tristan Wirfs, who I thought was the best. Uh, I took thought was the second best tackle in the draft. So we'll start with the Raiders. Why do you guys think the Raiders went with Rugs? And do you think it was still good with uh, after leaving C.D. Lamb and Jerry Judy on the board? We'll start with Judah. Um. Ruggs is, Ruggs is also a great player. I mean, <laughs> if we're being honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah let, let me let me uh, let me say when I say third worst item, the, the the three of them can really all be switched in and out. Both are really good. Yeah. Go ahead, Trevor, Trevor, talk about Ruggs, and I'll, i got to say what else the Raiders did. Uh, Go ahead. I would say Judy and Ruggs in this draft as wide receivers. They were 1-1-8. One one they were very close to each other. I think it's not much different. I think it's a good pick for the Raiders. I think whoever the quarterback's going to be, Derek Carr, Marcus Mariota, whoever it's going to be, is going to be a battle for that and training camp. I think it's a very good pick. I can make the argument that Ruggs is the best receiver in the draft. Yeah, okay. that's All fair. Right. Um, down at 19, I should also say the Raiders had the Bears pick. They took Damon Arnett, a cornerback out of, out of Ohio State. Uh, I it was it was a little surprising to me. I thought he was I thought he was a second round pick, or if that, maybe even third round pick. But uh, they got their cornerback and wide receiver they needed. Um, so what do you guys think of what they did at 19? Was I the only one that thought it was a little bit of a stretch? Trevor, you go first. Well, it was a little bit of a stretch, but this is a typical Budin and Mayock. Trade. This is a typical go up, risk it like Rudin always does, and gets the player that everybody loves. And it's also a typical uh, Al Davis to honor him too. I mean, this, this is Al Davis's kind of style. And if he was still alive, I bet he would have done this too. And this is typical Gruden style, going up and getting a player that everybody questions. So I think I'm not surprised by the Raiders because they always have people very questionable picks. So not surprised. What do you think, Judah? I just gotta say, I think Damon Arnett is—he's a little bit better than what most people make him out to be. Uh, I think he, I think he was a decent pick. I don't think he's gonna be. Uh, I, don't, I think he has a very high floor. That's the thing. I don't think he has the high ceiling, but I think he has a very high floor. I mean, coming in, he—he's he, got a great mindset. I mean, I don't—I don't hate the pick. It was a reach at nineteen. You know, I could have got him a little bit later, but they didn't really have that pick to, to, to waste. I think I think it was an okay pick. I'm not very mad at it. Well, I'm, I'm looking at the draft sheet for the second round. They don't have their 43rd pick, which would have lined them up perfectly with their other pick. But, uh, yeah, they don't have a second-round pick. So if they, if they thought Arnett was really good and they weren't, they don't have another pick. So they just went with the best guy they had. Well, the only reason I don't hate the Arnett pick is because whenever you're picking in the first round, you really just want a guarantee. So whenever you're picking top five, top ten, you're really expecting players with a very high ceiling, potential to be amazing. But whenever you're picking like 15 to 25, or even later than that, 15 to wherever, you're feeling a need. Really, you just want you just want players that will fit in and do their job very well. And I think Arnett, with the floor he has, I think I think he's one of those guys that is going to do his job extremely well. And they had the they had no second round pick, and they have picks 80 and 81. So they and, didn't see Arnett. They 90, didn't see Arnett there. Go ahead, sorry, sorry, Trevor. Go ahead. They have 80, 81, and 91, so they have a load of picks coming from that. Yeah, after after the second round, they're loaded. Um, so over to the Bucks, there was a trade there. The uh, 49ers and Bucks swap spots 13 and 14. The Bucks move up to get Werfs. Uh, I said he was the second best here. What do you guys think of now uh, Tom Brady's new friend on the on the offensive line? I, I would say that this was Tom Brady motivated pick. He says easily. I want this player on my offensive line, and if Tom Brady wants it for a new team, he's gonna get it. Yep, Judah. Well, okay. I just have a question. Does anyone know what the exact trade was? Uh, yes, it Um, was that, and then they swapped. Uh, the fourth round. So Tampa's one hundred seventeenth pick is going to the Forty Niners, and um, San Francisco's two hundred forty sixth pick is going to Tampa Bay. That's in the seventh round. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a pretty uh, pretty good pick for the, uh, pretty good trade for the 49ers. I, 
I think I like what they did here. I mean, are, are we staying with Tampa Bay for now, or can we move on to the 49ers? You could do both. Okay, well, first off, worse, it's pretty it's pretty simple why they did it. You know, Tom Brady gives him protection. He's got yep. a little bit old. I mean, he's, he's a very smart QB. Uh, he has good pocket awareness, but it's just good to get him a little bit more protection. Um, so just a basic pick. You know, we all expected yep. it. Um, but, okay, so I like Javon Kidwell. I like what the 49ers did here. I mean, they lost Buckner, so... They're replacing him with another T-tackle, and I think that was really a great move by them. So now they get to save a lot of that cap to spend on their other defensive players, which they have already. Well, and, if, if you ask me, I think draft. the 49ers had a really good draft. They moved up from yeah. 31 to 25 with the Vikings as well, and they took Brandon Ayuk, the wide receiver out of Arizona State. Uh, very active draft. I think they did really well. The Vikings trade just to... I think that I think that in this situation, okay, the Broncos at fifteen took Jerry Judy. I think that's a bit of a steal there, and they kind of replaced Emmanuel Sanders, even though he was traded mid-season. But um, you guys think Jerry Judy was a good pick at fifteen? Yeah, I think he was. It threw a lot, an amazing last couple games. This pick is really going to help him. It's going to help McCourt Sutton. I think the Broncos, I mean, the defense is not there yet, but the offense is slowly but surely starting to uh, become good. All right, Judah, what did you think? Yeah, you, you, you can't complain. I mean, if you get Jerry Judy, I mean, Jerry Judy is pretty much a pick that you can take anywhere. I mean, he, he's really he's really good to pick, and to get him at 15 is great value. All right, on to 16. The Falcons took a cornerback, uh, AJ Terrell out of Clemson. Judah, we'll start with you. Was that a bit of a stretch? Okay, well, it's no surprise or no, it's no secret that that uh, the Falcons needed to patch up the defense a little bit. I mean, they, they, you know, they're good on they're good on talent, but the coaching wasn't great. But having someone like AJ Terrell kind of fits into their system a little bit. It wasn't it wasn't a great pick because I don't think they. I think I think it was more a situation of the coaching wasn't good enough than the than really the the defense itself. But I, I'm not mad at the pick. I just I think they could have got I think it could have got better players. I, I could they think they could have gotten a better player. Absolutely right on that. But I needed a cornerback, and they got a cornerback. Trevor, what did you think of how the Falcons did? Uh, again, like I said before, the best player available right there uh, for their position, and they and they got it. That's all I have to say. I think it was a good pick. Okay, let's go to 17. The Cowboys got CeeDee Lamb, one of the best wide receivers in the draft. Um, we, we talked about it earlier. It just made sense. If this guy's going to fall to 17, you're going to take him. You're going to ignore the needs of your team. You're going to ignore the edge, the cornerback, the safety. Um, but this guy was the best available player, like Trevor said. Um, I guess it made sense to take him. We'll start with Trevor. Uh, it did. I mean, you know, Jerry Jones offers yacht. I mean, obviously it does make uh... – sense to to take him. You know, you need help with the wide receiver uh core, I think. And they did. It was the best player available on the board. I think it's gonna really help Dak Prescott. Well, I uh speaking of Dak Prescott, uh apparently uh, uh about half a day ago his brother died. Uh that Jace died at thirty one years old. Uh that's rough. You know, all condolences go out to his yep. family. Um yep. so but back to football. <laughs> um I, I, I think this is a good pick. Their offense is going to be really, really unfair this year. Um, they're they're, really, they're going to make a deep playoff run. Hopefully, the only, the only issue that the Cowboys can even possibly have, and this has been an issue for many years already, the only issue they could have is their coaching. And that's that's been a problem. And well, it's a good thing they brought in Mike McCarthy now, and I think he'll have yeah. some sort of impact. We just, we just got to hope they can adapt quickly because – this this Cowboys team has been loaded with talent for far too long, and to, and, to, and for the coaching to ruin it like this, I, I've been hating it. And as as a Giants fan, I like seeing them fail. But it hurts. Uh, it hurts. But they have so much talent, yeah. they need to do something about it. It just really frustrates me that they're wasting their talent like this. You know, young talent too. And, and as a Giants fan, I like seeing them fail, but I don't like seeing these young players not make it go anywhere. You know what I mean? So we we. Yeah, I, I hope I, this is a good pick, and I hope their coaching isn't going to mess it up. <laughs> we, we talked about the Dolphins and the Raiders and the Jaguars, what they did with their next pick. So with the Eagles, they go into the wide receiver. I thought it was pretty obvious that's what they needed. They get Jalen Rager out of TCU. Um, Justin Jefferson was still here. I, I had them taking Jefferson in almost every one of my mock drafts. Uh, were, Trevor, were you a little surprised with this? I was a little surprised. But we were talking about Rager actually going to the Eagles right uh, with Jefferson gone. But – 
That's right, Jefferson, we did. Yep. Sorry, go Jefferson, ahead. Jefferson should have been the pick here to help Carson Wentz in that bad receiver lineup. So I'm a little, little surprised that the Eagles went um, um, with without with Rigo over Jefferson. But if it works out. They look like geniuses, and if it doesn't work out, then they look stupid. So it goes one way or the other. Jefferson was the next pick, and he went to the Vikings, which they got from the the Bills. Um, so well, they- I just want to I just want to know something on Jalen Rieger. Uh, speed threat, we all know it. Uh, he's a deep threat. Carson Wentz is not that type of guy, though. Carson Wentz is a lot more of a safe, you know, uh, not a, not really a deep pass guy. He's more of a dump it off or a short routes, you know, ten yards, fifteen yard gains. Just, uh, Justin Jefferson is a great route runner. He's a he's a very good route runner. He's a good, he's very good with his hands. He's he's overall just a good steady wide receiver. And Rieger has a lot more explosive potential. But with their system and Carson Wentz at QB, I don't I don't really see how the pick really comes in that well. But we'll see what happens. I mean, if again, if it's if like like Trevor said, if if they succeed, they're a genius. But I don't really see him fitting in in their system that well. I think we all agree Jefferson was the right pick there. He went next to the Vikings. I think they got a good value here. Yeah. Trevor? I mean, I, oh, I, don't, really, sorry, I don't really see them needing... I mean, honestly, it's kind of funny. I, they really should have... Really, the Vikings should have drafted Rieger, and the, the Eagles should have drafted Jefferson. They should have completely been the opposite way. I mean, you know... They, yeah, I'm, the, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. The Vikings could use a slot receiver. I mean... Uh, I mean, it's it's kind of baffling. I mean, yeah. you know, it wasn't a bad, you know, if you have, if you have Jefferson there, you have to take him. But Rieger, they could have used the slot. And, I mean, Diggs is gone, but now they have Speedland. And I, I feel like it just would have been more beneficial for them to take Rieger and for the Eagles to take Jefferson. Trevor, go ahead. Uh, I agree. I think the picture should have been swapped. Mm-hmm. Jefferson and We're all on that. But the Eagles, but the, the Vikings, in the end, they needed a receiver and they got the one they needed. And I think it's a, it's a steal. Yeah. So we talked about the Chargers' 23rd pick for Kenneth Murray. Worth noting, the Chargers traded their second-round pick, which was number 37, to the Patriots. So um, we'll get to the Patriots a little bit later, what they could do in the second round, but that's how they got Kenneth Murray. Uh, over to the Saints, who um, I was a little surprised. I mean, I, I was going to be surprised if they didn't take Kenneth Murray, but the Chargers came up and swooped in. Instead, they go with Cesar Ruiz to help with the veteran QB, Drew Brees. Um, I think Kenneth Murray would have fit in well if he was still here. I agree. I think that the one thing we talk about is to go back to the Giants a little bit. If Ruiz wasn't wasn't taken like that high, there was talk about the Giants taking her in the second round. But I like him. You know, helps the Saints offensive line that needs a little bit of help. So I'm I'm fine with the pick. I mean, the, the Saints the Saints had a, had a I mean, the Saints defense is very talented. Um, I mean, again, not the best coaching, but their defense is pretty talented. I'm not. I'm not really mad at the pick. No, I'm not like upset. I'm just, I, I, I just think that they – I think they wanted Kenneth Murray, and so did the Ravens. I think they both wanted Kenneth Murray. I mean, I just – I I, 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 I like I liked the, the pick, but I still feel like they could have got a little more value out of that pick. But not a bad – you can't even mad at it. All right, uh, the 49ers, who, like I said, moved up with the Vikings. They got a couple of picks later on in the draft. They drafted a wide receiver, Brandon. Oh, we talked. Did we, did we already talk about them? They got Brandon Ayuk, the wide receiver. That's what they needed, cornerback and wide receivers. I think we already touched on them. But now we get Trevor's favorite pick, and I say that sarcastically. The Packers taking Jordan Love out of Utah State. Uh, they moved up to get him from the Dolphins. Um, Trevor, you have a problem with it, and I don't have a problem, and I, I, I do have a problem with it, too. I'm, I go back and forth, but Trevor, go ahead, start, and I'll, I'll either counter it or agree with you there. Why would you take, when you've got Aaron Rodgers on your team, why would you take Jordan Love? I think, I think that they're going the Brett Favre route, where they draft yeah, Rodgers. I mean, it's, it's so secret. The, the, the network brought it up multiple times last night that the similarities are uncanny between Rodgers and Favre and Love and Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Uh... It, it, you know you can continue, and I'll and I'll counter. Well, if, if 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 I can just jump in there, Trevor, if, to add on, you have Aaron Rodgers locked in for a couple more years, so you're not going to Jordan Love just yet, and you are one game away from the Super Bowl. Why not go out and 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 get some pieces to help Aaron Rodgers instead of 
finding his replacement in the first round of the draft a year out after being a game out of the Super Bowl. There were wide receivers left. Denzel Mills was here. Yeah. Um, Ka- uh, La- Laviska Shenlot, whatever his name is, he was here. There were guys here from the take, and they didn't do it. They went. They instead went with his replacement. If I was Aaron Rodgers, I would be livid right now because now you still have the same team that couldn't get past the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. What are they doing? It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, you know, why would you take, uh, unless it's for trade bait, that's the only reason I can think of. That's so stupid. I I think it's a really stupid trade. Worst pick of the night. Well, okay, in my opinion, I I don't think this is the worst pick. I mean, it it was up there, don't get me wrong, but I I don't think it was was the worst thing ever. I mean, listen, I like to think of it like this, okay? So, if they picked him in the first round, which was not a good idea, I mean... They could have picked. They could have picked a second round QB third. But if you have your guy there that you think can lead your team in the future, then you gotta take him. I mean, if you think, if you truly think that he fits into your system, how you want him to play, and you like how he plays, and I think you gotta take him. Jordan Love is a pretty low floor, high ceiling guy. I mean, I do agree that they, that that it wasn't the best idea to spend a first round pick on him, but. Again, if, if you think that's your guy, then you got to take him. And I think sitting behind Rodgers for a couple of years, and if Rodgers does decline, then you have a solid backup right there who behind Rodgers has been studying and, and really working on his craft. Because one problem that, I, that we've seen in Jordan Love is his, is his decision-making, and, and his consistency wasn't too great. But if you but really, if you start to, you know, to start to really learn how to really play and start watching film and, and at practice, I feel like, Eventually, once Rodgers declines, Jordan Love can step in and be that new franchise QB. I, I don't know if now was the time to do it. That's that, that was my point. I don't know if now is the time. I don't know which, I don't, I don't know if Trevor agrees with that, but I think now it wasn't the time. I feel like it was a year too early, that's all. Trevor, anything else? I would say that, that the Packers, I can say that's probably the worst pick of the draft. <laughs> of the whole draft. <laughs> that's good to hear. I, I, in person, I just feel like it was a year too early, but if, that, if, you, if you think that's your guy, then that's your guy. I can't remember. And number 27 was the Seahawks. They go with a linebacker, Jordan Brooks. Um, I don't think linebacker was the problem here. I think they needed some sort of edge rusher or interior on, on offensive lineman or just a tackle in general, and there were a lot of them left. So uh, what do you guys think was the uh, reasoning behind going a linebacker here, and should they have done it? I'll start with yeah, uh, Okay, so... I'm. I'm not. I feel like this is one of the worst picks of the draft. I don't. I don't really like this. Pick. I agree with you there too. I think Russell it's one of the worst. Russell is out there scrambling like a chicken without his, with his head cut off, and and, and 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 they're focusing on their defensive needs, and their defense wasn't even really the problem. I mean, their defense isn't great anymore. You know, now that Legion Boom is all split up, but linebacker wasn't the problem. If you're gonna work on your defense, work on your secondary, and you need an O lineman here. And you, and you had Isaiah Wilson right there. Isaiah Wilson was there. Josh Jones is still here. Yeah, I mean, Ezra Cleveland. And I don't understand why they wouldn't go with him because now, now you're going to have another year of Russell Wilson probably going to get injured now because he didn't make a good pick in the second and third round of middle draft O-line. And then it's a, it's a very bad, it's a very bad mistake. And in my opinion, it's, it's the worst pick. The that's, that's in conversation with the worst one. What do you think, Trevor? This is worse than I, I like the pick. Um, <laughs> okay. I think the Seahawks, they need a little help on the linebacker after Wagner. So I think the pick is uh, actually a very good pick. Well, okay, they needed a little bit of help on the linebacker, but they needed major help on the offensive line, and I don't know why they didn't focus on that and trying to get Isaiah Wilson. That's my only, that's my only problem. You make a good point. That's a fair point. I'm going to... I, I, I saw with Judah here. I think um, Judah's right. Wilson did not look like himself last year because he had no protection. That's what they needed. And there were a couple of guys here. And you know what's even crazy? You can say he didn't look like himself, and he was still one of the... He was still in contention for MVP. Yeah, I know. This goes to show how good he is. Imagine what he could do without having constant threat of being injured and having to run around like a madman. I mean, their whole entire offense was built on Wilson running out of the pocket and throwing, but imagine if Wilson had some time in the pocket to make his decision to stop having to look at Lockett all year. I mean, I, I, I just don't understand the mentality here. That's all. I, I don't know. But I think, but I think you know, the Titans, uh, we'll get to the Titans, but I think they got a steal, and now Derrick Henry is, is going to be the best running back of all Even time. Even better. Judah, I mean, uh, Trevor, anything else on the Seahawks before you want to defend no, yourself? All right. 
Over to the Ravens, I think they had a really good pick here with Patrick Queen. I think they wanted Kenneth Murray, but instead they settled with uh, Queen, the linebacker out of LSU. A lot of LSU guys taken. Um, I think they did a good job. I, not really much to it. Go ahead. You guys take it away. Um, I like the pick the Ravens. You know, linebacker, I think this guy, Patrick Queen, he could be a star in the defense, so I'm very happy with the Ravens pick. Yeah, I, I think Patrick Queen is a uh, – He's a guy who can he can kind of sit back in the pass, but he can also come in and you know make tackles and stop the run. I I, I like this pick. I, yeah, I'm not mad pretty self-explanatory. I think I think, that, I think that was their biggest need. They got a guy. And I think either way, uh, even even no matter where they're picked, I think Patrick Queen's a better linebacker than Jordan Brooks, anyways. Okay, that, that's just my opinion. Oh, the Seahawks had a horrible night. Let's agree. Um, excuse me. The Titans took Isaiah Wilson. We kind of alluded to that before. Um, Derrick Henry, like Judah said, is going to be even better this year with with a little more protection. Um, it, weird draft room. I don't know if you guys saw Mike Vrabel and his characters. Um, but I think they did an all-around good job. They got some guy to help Tannehill, and now uh, Derrick Henry will be even better. So, Judah. I just want to say Isaiah Wilson's a run blocker through and through. Um, I, I, you know, Derrick Henry's basically an offensive lineman himself with insane speed. And if you can, and, and if you can just have that outside protection in the beginning, Derrick Henry will take care of the rest. I mean, he can truck, hurdle, juke, and and spit. He can do whatever you need him to do. And if you can just get the the first defensive line out of the way, then Derrick Henry will take care of the secondary, and he'll have a lot of explosive games this year. Mark my words. Trevor Isaiah Wilson. I I like the pick. It's gonna really help Derrick Henry. I think the Titans are, uh, could be a, a Super Bowl contender this year. Yeah, and 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 so it really goes with their philosophy of offense. I mean, it's always been run first, pass second, and now it's even gonna be more exemplified. And now we know that now it's gonna be a dual threat offense because. Now they're going to have Tannehill to pass. Hopefully he can repeat what he did last year, and even better maybe. And then, you know, Derrick Henry is just going to be outstanding. I was high on him at the beginning of last year before he broke out, and I'm really happy uh, what's been going on with the Titans this make, year. Make a great point. We talked about the Dolphins and the cornerback at Auburn. The Vikings also take a cornerback at 31. Um, they got this pick from the 49ers when they traded up to their uh, 25. Jeff Glandy out of TCU. I, they, uh, what do you guys think? Trevor, you can go. Well, we talked about this earlier that the, that the Vikings should take some corner. Gladney. We talked about this earlier in the week, so I'm we not did. surprised. Yep. Um. So I think it's a good pick by the Vikings. They got what they needed. I think. In the they end. also got their wide receiver. We talked. I th- we. Pro- I think we talked. We didn't talk about the Vikings. Sorry. We, sorry. We, we skipped over them. But no, um. We talked about Jefferson. We didn't talk about. Yeah. We. Didn't, I, yeah. We didn't talk about Glandy. But um. Yeah. All around good job by Glandy. Judah. Uh, yeah, Glandy's Glandy's a safe pick here. It's a good pick, safe pick. You know what you're gonna get out of him. Um, and the, the defense kind of is slacking a little bit, especially the secondary. So you can't be mad at this pick. All right, and uh, finally at 32, um, I think it was a pretty good pick by the Chiefs. Clyde Edwards out of LSU. Uh, they needed a, a running back. I don't think they're going to use him as much. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going to do it all himself. Yeah. But um, I think it was important that you got a receiving running back. A guy that can not only uh, get the ball handed to him, but can also go out and run routes. I think that was a good pickup by Andy Reid and his crew. Um, I, I, I didn't like the pick. Um, he is a pass catch. Uh, hold on. Okay, so he is a pass <laughs> catching back, but uh, <laughs> but is that okay? So um, Power he throw. is a pass catching back, but they have so much depth in the running back position that I just don't really think it was necessary to really pick him up here. I mean, you got Damon Williams to pass catching back. I mean, uh, I don't know. It wasn't really the best pick ever. I feel like, I mean, I, I don't really feel like they needed him. And I feel like it wasn't really a good way to What do you think they should have went with? Do you think they should have taken someone or they moved out of the first round, you think? Yeah, I feel like they just moved down for more picks later in the draft. Cause they, I mean, the Chiefs really don't have that many holes or – yeah, I mean, they could have taken a defensive guy, but I think really it would just been more beneficial for them to move down, maybe take a second and a third round pick for that thirty second pick. Trevor, you know I, mean? I I love the pick. I think it's the best running back in the draft. I Me think, too. Um, um, I think you know the Chiefs' offense is really going to be something. I think when the de- defensive players and the other team come to play the Chiefs, they're going to be scared in the locker room because this this offense is. Wow, this offense. They're already scared in the, in the locker room. You know? Oh, they're, they're, they're going to win for years to come. Don't worry about that. The, team, the Chiefs offense is potent. I mean, we're seeing the new Patriots. Uh, we're seeing the new, we're seeing the new, what was it, 80s Yankees. But, um, 90s. 90s. Yankees, but, 90s. But, um, 
I, I just I, I don't really see where he fits in in the offense. I mean, they already have they already have multiple running backs that are. They're, that they're are just like adding up. They're just adding on. They took they took they think they yeah, took the like, best player available. How many running How many running backs that can pass catch and run a little bit do you need? I mean, no, you, already have Will, you already have Williams. You already have uh, you're, well, you have both Williams. Already, I mean, I don't really see where he really fits in. That's all. I feel like there's just too much depth in that position to really be useful. You know what I mean? Go ahead, Trevor. Maybe maybe if one gets injured, but other than that, I don't really see it. The thing I'll say is you stick to what you won with. You won with your offense, you help your offense. That's, That's a great it. point. That's a great point. That's a good point. All right. I mean, I feel like they could have used a defensive lineman. I, I, I'm not sure what the whole defensive lineman depth is in this draft, but I feel like they could have used one over this pick. But it, it, it's really just time will tell. All right, so we're, that, that does it for the first round. We'll In a minute, we'll take a look at the second round. Before we get to that, because we're closing on an hour, um, best – the best team, or the team that did the best in the first round, and the team that did the worst. Start with Trevor. Who did the worst? And who did the best? The worst is the Packers. <laughs> okay. And the best, I'm actually going to go uh, with the uh, with the Chiefs. I actually think they did the best. Oh, okay, Judah. Well, um, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty much the opposite here. I'm thinking that the Seahawks did the worst, followed by the Chiefs. I I I, I listen. It's really all about opinion and. I, I mean, there's no three running back sets. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I don't really, just, I don't really see where uh, Edwards fits in. But I, it was a better pick than Jordan Brooks for the Seahawks. I, I hate that pick so much because they just they ignored. Like you said, you stick with what works, and they're all, and the Seahawks offense worked. And instead of instead of paying attention to their offense, they went to their linebacking, which was they didn't that wasn't one of their main needs. They ignored their main needs and stuck to their lesser needs. That's just what I don't like about the Seahawks. I'm I, gonna I'm gonna play. give you, I'm gonna break the rules. I'm gonna give you guys three teams that I think think did really good. Okay, number one, the Miami Dolphins. They of course they had a great draft with all their picks. Number two. The Chargers, they got their quarterback and a great lineman at a, at twenty yeah. at twenty three, I think. Uh, yeah, twenty three. That was really good. And number three, the San Francisco 49ers solidifying a wide receiver and a cornerback in this draft with their uh, and a tackle with their in this draft with their with their two picks. They were really good. At the bottom, I'd probably go with the Seahawks and the Packers tied. Um, very upset what the Packers did. I can see why, but I'm still very upset with what they did. And then um, the Seahawks, I still don't get what's going on there. Um, so, yeah, that does it for the first round. Good job, guys. Look ahead to the second round. We'll, we'll, I guess we'll start to wrap it up. Um, Cincinnati has the first pick in the second round. And then Washington's pick went to Indianapolis. So that'll be their first pick in the draft. You guys think they are a quarterback here? Yes. Washington? Uh, no, Indianapolis. Trevor, go ahead. You start. Oh, yes. yeah. I, I think yes, and I think it could be Jalen Hurts. Okay, and quarterbacks left, let me say, on the, my top 100 hurts from an Easton in no particular order. So you think here with the 34th pick, the Colts go with the quarterback? Yeah, if it's not a quarterback, then it's a receiver, one of those two. Okay. Uh, I think I think hurts I think for the Colts in this situation would be an absolute home run. I I don't – I imagine – it just it still baffles me. Imagine if, 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 if Luck didn't retire. Oh, this Colts team would be so yeah. potent. It would be so amazing. But if, if they can just if they can pick Hurts here, I'd be very happy. I'm not a Colts fan, but I'd be ex- I mean I'd be very happy for them if they had picked Hurts in this situation. That that would be an amazing pick for them. All right, uh, we'll do a couple more in this draft. The Bengals at 33 after they got their quarterback. Who should they take now? You going with a with a tackle or a lineman, or are you going with someone on the uh, on the defensive line side? I I I, I don't. I don't really like the the, the the Bengals defense lately, and, and and they can also use some offensive line help. But I think they probably go with someone on defense because they have holes in almost every position. And on the offense, they're pretty. They have a pretty decent offense. I think they should go with Josh Jones before we go to Trevor. He's twenty second on the Athletics top hundred, the fifth tackle on the draft. I think him falling down to thirty three is a steal for them. Trevor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think I think O line would be a good option, but I also think anywhere on the defense is really you, you can't really go wrong except for free safety because they already have a, they already have a pretty good one. So really, any position. Yeah, they could they could do anything here. I mean, the Bengals are overall a bad team. Um, and and, and, and you know what? Anything but a quarterback or running back and a wide receiver, I think they'll take, or maybe like a, one, maybe a tackle. Well, there's no chance they get a quarterback. But 
you, you really, you just, you just want to make sure that you got an O-lineman so that Burrow's head doesn't fall off back there. You don't want him yep. to be, become the next uh, Derek Carr or even David Carr. David Carr, like, basically, like, was put in the key team that whole entire season. He had the most sacks in, in the history of the NFL. But, um, but you just want to make sure they can protect your young QB and have a good defense. Are they, are they related, the two of them? Yeah, they're brothers. Okay, Trevor. But David Carr's a dick, and Derek Carr's actually really nice. Got it. Um, Go ahead, Trevor. So, so- uh, just to touch on the second round, um, Adam Schefter's point that some NFL executives saying this is the deepest second round in a quarter century. So I, I, I don't, I, I believe it. There's a lot of first round talent still in the second round. Yeah, the, I would say the Bengals need an offensive lineman or a running back. Yeah, I really, I, I really am running back. Amount of talent in this year's draft. Honestly, I'm pretty impressed. And you, you know, again, with the Bengals specifically, you can't really go wrong with who you pick. Just don't pick a safety and just. Yeah, obviously don't pick a QB. <laughs> uh, Trevor, me and you went back and forth on this a couple of days ago when we did the first round uh, show. You're not a fan of Joe Mixon. I wow. am I'm a fan of Joe Mixon because at the I'm end good. of the year, when Andy Dalton stopped throwing to his receivers, they ha- they fed the ball to Joe Mixon, and he performed in every one of those last four games. Judah, what do you think of Joe Mixon? I, I love Joe Mixon. I think he's a great player, especially for his size. He's pretty revolutionary. Um, after what you know, if they did draft Jones, they could put him on the outside. Mixon would really perform well. Be you know, and especially for my interest, be a great fantasy running back. Yeah, but um, but I, I think I think I think Joe Mixon's an outstanding player. That's Trevor, go ahead. You can respond to that. Catching back. Rev, Okay. The opinions. Um, we talked about the Colts. Um, the Chargers get the Patriots 37th, I mean, the Patriots get the Chargers 37th pick. You think they go with the quarterback here, too? Yes. Which one? I think, well, it's, well... We're assuming Hurts is off the board, because we think Indianapolis take Hurts. So, Eastern or From to to, uh, New England? From. Well, I just wanted to say that this is is really a best-case scenario for the Patriots. I mean, if you, I mean, with, with the depth of QBs in the second round, and you know, considering Belichick didn't even want to trade away Garoppolo, he wanted to keep Garoppolo and trade away Brady. And Kraft had a totally different, you know, out uh, look uh, outlook. But I think this is really the best case scenario for the Patriots to draft a QB here, and they really got a lucky break with Rob, uh, with trading Garoppolo away. Good to point. Good point. Trevor, um, do you talk? Did, did Trevor go? Sorry, yeah, Trevor talked about it. Yeah. Um, couple more teams. Miami. I t- I keep saying Xavier McKinney at safety. What do you guys think Miami do with thirty nine? Um, I either say safety or money back. I, I, can't I think you, you talked about them before. Judah, did you touch on this either? I can't remember. I can't remember for an hour. I, I don't. I, I don't really feel like there's a point in going running back. Uh, you know, they need to fix. They need to fix their offensive line first. I mean, we've seen great player. We've seen a great player. Let's just say that. Uh, like like Kenyon Drake, who broke out on the Cardinals, but did really bad on the Dolphins for obvious reasons. I think Gase. once they fix their offensive right. line, you know, I think once they fix their offensive line. Maybe even Kalen Balaj could break out. But Ooh, love they, him. They, need, they, need, they need to keep on fixing that offensive line or else there's no point they, of really drafting and running back. They signed Jordan Howard, too. I think That's right. They signed Jordan Howard, right, Trevor? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So they took Jordan Howard from Philly. Um, but, yeah, I think they go safety here. Right? They need a safety. That's their number one priority to me. Um, two more. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do. Is, you guys think there's any chance that McKinney falls to the um, both of the Dolphins? Maybe. The Dolphins have two picks here too. They got down to fifty six. I mean, imagine the Dolphins could get McKinney. That'd be outstanding. But if they can't, and they really don't see a great safety on the board, it's 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 O line for me. I I I just think I think yep. they need it. Build an O line. I'm with you. I'm with you there. Build an O line. of the of the running offense with two uh, especially. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, yeah, three more teams. Houston has their first pick at uh, pick number forty from Arizona. Uh, so they didn't have a first round pick. What do you guys think they do here? Um, I could say defense. I'm just saying defense. Yeah, defense, hundred percent. Either an edge rusher or a, or a lineman. But go ahead, tell me who you think. Are you eyeing anyone down or just in general someone just on in defense? General. Okay, Judith, what about you? Same thing. Oh, uh, what, what team were we talking about here? Uh, Texans. Houston. Texans. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much just defense. So defense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, two more. Let's also do uh, Chicago. They have their first pick here as well. So the Bears have a couple of things. They can go with an interior offensive lineman, or they can solidify the uh, secondary. What What do you guys think is the better option? I'm gonna go with none as a better option. Oh, okay. What do you think? I'm going with receiver. 
Oh, so you want more options for Trubisky? Okay. Yeah. Or Foles. I don't know who's gonna win the job. Do you so think? I think so I just receive it. Okay, Judo, What do you think of Chicago? Well, <laughs> honestly, in a perfect world, they probably draft a new QB. I don't think Trubisky is really their future, but I I can't see them taking a QB. They have Foles and uh, yeah, and no, Trubisky now. That's what I'm saying. In a perfect world, it would happen. I don't listen. I don't hate Trubisky, but he just does not fit in with Chicago. I I, I just don't see him leading the charge. Um, but that's in a perfect world. But since it's not a perfect world, I think they're gonna go wide receivers here. All right, one more team that I find pretty interesting, and that's down at 49, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I think they need a quarterback desperately here. And Big Ben's getting older. I don't know how healthy he is going into next year. Um, assuming there's going to be one quarterback left, either it's Easton Fromm or Hurts, do you go with one of them, or do you choose a uh, choose something else to, to make a team better, like a defensive lineman or an interior offensive lineman? I, I think it has to be a quarterback. Well, let's yeah. The backup quarterback situation is a mess. I think you need uh, a quarterback. Something. Yeah. I have to something. agree with. I have to agree with Trevor here. I mean, there's no situation that I don't see the Steelers taking a QB. I mean, how could you? I mean, listen, if you can get like the the, the second round QBs here are amazing. Like these are these are QBs that would go in the first round in prior drafts and. I, I think if you can if you can even get from I mean I, I think if he just falls to you you have to take him there if you don't really see that play as that that QB as your franchise guy then they're probably not going to take him take him but I think they need a QB here. All right, so before we end the show, we said three quarterbacks go in the second round with Indianapolis, um, New England, and uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Who do you think go in which order? Start with the Patriots. Who do the Patriots take? Which quarterback? I think they take. Um... Hurts, you from. said. From, oh, you think they go from? Because Hurts could be off the board. No, Patriots to talk about. Oh, I mean, Col- sorry, Colts. Sorry, start with the Colts. Um, Colts take Hurts. Okay. Judah? Uh, yeah, no, Colts are probably going to take Hurts. All right, so Trevor said you Trevor, you said they go from with the Patriots at 37? Yes. Uh, Judah? Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, so that leaves the Steelers with Jacob Easton. Uh, good job, guys. If, um, depending on how we, how I feel on the second round, maybe, and third round tonight, we'll, um, maybe we'll come back tomorrow and do some more. You guys worked well together. Uh, thanks to Judah, who's now editing these, and they get, they get to go up on YouTube now. So, good job to Judah. Thank you so much. You guys did great today. Um, Trevor, you don't have social media. Uh, Judah, you don't rap anymore. But I have a Twitter, at JoeMoros underscore and MDM Pod, both on Twitter. Uh, thank you guys so much. This has been the MDM Podcast.